0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Super Sleuths Book Three: The Smuggler's Gold by E.M. Clark, read by Lexi. Chapter Nine: Away with the Gold. What are we going to do? breathed Milo as the moving way glided relentlessly toward the Black Cross gang. Each second took them nearer to the pirates' blockade and to discovery and capture. If the pirates are blocking the track, there's not much we can do, said Nika. We can't turn this thing around, can we? No, replied Zally, biting her lip with worry. It runs on the tracks powered by energy from the sun. We aren't in control of it. Should we throw the gold overboard? asked Sam desperately. What if the pirates kidnap us again? added Sophie fearfully. Hang on, cried Zav. We can't turn the moving way around, but we can make it stop. The others looked at him, puzzled. It's a safety feature par installed in each carriage, Zav continued excitedly. Albie, our elder brother, told me about it. There's an emergency stop cord in case a passenger needs help. What? asked Milo. We can pull the emergency cord, Zav repeated, and he rushed over to the corner of the carriage where, sure enough, there was a thin black cord hanging down. Without a second's hesitation, Zav yanked the cord down hard. Immediately, there came the sound of squealing brakes and loud screeching filled the air. The sleuths were jolted in their seats as the moving way slowed at once. Quick thinking, Zav, cried Nika approvingly. Now, everybody out, move! They all clambered out of the carriage as quickly as they could, with Sam and Nika carrying the chest of gold between them. They made for the only cover they could see, which was a group of palm trees at the side of the track. The confusion meant that no one had spotted them and they soon gathered together under the trees. Rafa whipped up the nearest palm to scout the area. He scampered back down, gesturing ahead to where the Black Cross gang's blockade must be in place. Zellie spoke to him quietly, using her magic rhyme to ask him what else he could see. He says the pirates are directly ahead, she confirmed, but he also pointed out that if we head to the coast from here, through that coconut plantation and over the ridge, we'll come out by lookout point. Where the challenger is moored waiting for us, finished Nika, grinning. Excellent, Zelly. There's only one problem, said Milo. We can't move very quickly with the gold, and the pirates will soon figure out that something has happened to the moving way, if they haven't figured it out already. The sleuths frowned. Milo was right. I have an idea, said Nika slowly. We must bury the chest, but take the gold with us. As she spoke, she flung open the chest and poured handfuls of golden coins into the big pockets of her shirt and her waistcoat. She took off her bright bandana and her neckerchief and made them into bundles to carry more treasure in. "'Brilliant!' cried Sophie, who took off her hat and started filling that with gold, as well as all her pockets. Milo and Zelly joined in, and Sam and Zav were about to do the same when Nika stopped them. "'No, we need you two to be decoys.' Sam's eyes lit up. Once we've emptied the chest, Nika explained, now filling her scabbard with coins and holding her sword at the ready. You two need to run inland with the chest and fill it with rocks, burying it by the edge of the desert. Sam and Zav nodded, listening intently. It'll be sandy there, which will make it easy to dig quickly, Nika continued. Do a bad job. After all, we want them to find it. We're trying to fool them. Works for me, grinned Sam. Make sure you've shut the chest so they can't check what's inside until it's too late, warned Nika. Sam and Zav nodded. Finally, be sure that the pirates see you running away so they know it's you, but make double sure that they don't catch you. The boys grinned. Don't worry, those pirates won't be able to outrun us. They'll be more concerned about finding the chest anyway, added Milo. "'We'll meet you by lookout point,' confirmed Nika. "'If you're not carrying anything, "'you'll be able to double back and catch us up no problem. "'Clear?' "'Aye, aye, Captain,' Salmon saluted her smartly "'and picked up the now empty wooden chest. "'They set off at a run and were soon out of sight. "'Sophie, send Damaria to the Challenger "'to warn them that we're on our way,' Nika said, "'and Sophie nodded, summoning her parrot to her immediately.' Confirm that we will need picking up at Lookout Point. In a flash of emerald green, Demario was gone, and Nika, Sophie, Zelly and Milo, weighed down with treasure, set off through the coconut palms for the coast. Although it was sheltered, it was very hot, and they found it tough going, carrying all the treasure from the flying Dutchman. But they persevered and soon came to the edge of the coconut plantation. There's the challenger. Cried Milo, his eyeglass trained on the view ahead. Phew! Meanwhile, Zav and Sam had filled the chest with rocks and had buried it in the sand. They hung around long enough for a group of scouting pirates to approach and see them. The roars from the Black Cross gang filled the air and the boys scarpered. Zav looked behind. It's working! he cried. Half are following us, but the others are heading toward the spot where we buried the chest. Great! gasped Sam, his heart hammering. We just need to shake them off now. Oh, they're faster than I thought, answered Zav in alarm, taking another glance behind. They're gaining on us. The boys gritted their teeth and pushed on, muscles screaming, breath heaving, expecting a rough hand to grab their shoulder at any moment. As they reached the edge of the coconut plantation, Rafa leapt off Zav's shoulder and shinnied up a palm tree. The next second he was flinging coconuts at the pirates and the hard shells rained down on the Black Cross gang like bullets. For a little monkey he had fine aim and one by one the pursuing pirates fell, their furious shouts filling the air, allowing Zav and Sam to sprint away. I can see the beach, keep going, called Sam as they fled down the rough path to join the others. They were now very out of breath, and Rafa soon caught up with them, swinging himself effortlessly from palm tree to palm tree. They waved madly at the others as they closed the gap between them. They took the bait, they reported breathlessly, but they're faster than we thought. We'd better get going. Roger that, replied Nika. At that moment, a jolly boat from the Challenger scraped onto the shore, and they quickly boarded it. As they did so, a few bedraggled pirates could be seen running down the beach toward them. We timed that well, grinned Nika. Pull away, lads, she shouted to the sailors, and they heaved the oars through the water, quickly reaching the challenger and leaving the frustrated pirates cursing on the shore. The sleuths swung themselves up the rigging, Nika's crew leaning over and helping to heave them onto the deck. Set a course for Sandopolis. Nika ordered, and the proud ship moved immediately into the deep waters, heading south towards the capital. Thanks for listening. Join us next episode for Chapter 10, The Gold is Recovered. See you next time!